This episode of the Golf Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, and Arizona. From boosted parlays to in-game odds on every major sport, WinBet has what you need to win today. So sign up today to receive a $1,000 risk-free sports bet. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Use promo code SGP on your first deposit and receive up to $500 in bonus cash. Head over to PropSwap.com and download the PropSwap app. And Better Fantasy is a free-to-play app that lets you bet on all your favorite NFL player props for a chance to win awesome prizes. Download the app today over at BetterFantasy.com slash SGPN. That's BetterFantasy.com slash SGPN. And so bet. Sign up to bet against your friends and join the social betting revolution over at sobet.io slash SGPN. That's sobet.io slash SGPN. And of course, don't forget to download the SGPN app, your home for all of our free picks and podcasts. All right. Welcome back, DGENs, to the betting show. Uh, it's your boy, Boston Capper. Got to call himself Steve Shemmer. Steve? Different format this week. I was actually panicking pretty much all day today, but like, oh shit, I need to go get my lineups in. And I'm like, oh, it's only it's only Tuesday. It's only Tuesday. I know. I know. It did feel weird after last night's show. I thought, you know, we were gonna have uh, golf tomorrow, but yeah. Uh, yeah, no. I mean, I'm excited to do a uh, a new show. Yeah, uh, I'm excited for this different format. I'm also excited for uh, a. Uh, it's a brand new day for the Giants. That's right. <laughs> yes, all rise to the unemployment line, Joe Judge. I mean, listen, like I, you chastised me for, you know, going over a list of names of guys who don't deserve their PGA Tour cards around the window. <laughs> yep. So, I, listen, this is a human being who lost his job today, but I am so happy I don't have to hear how great this culture is for the New York Giants. I mean, look, like, I mean, how good of the culture could it be if you're just embarrassing yourself for the last five months? So, I mean, that that's like like a company like saying, oh, you know, like we have like, you know, team building events and everything, but you're constantly out of inventory. You're not turning a profit. It just it, it culture doesn't matter right. if you're dysfunctional. Right. So right. I'm looking forward to, um, you know, a new GM coming in who I mean, I'll see when I believe it, if he can have full reign. But if so, that's great. You know, hiring, you know, pair a new coach with a GM. We got yep. two high draft picks for the first time. It's probably since Daniel Jones bamboozled everybody by think, making everybody think in that Bucks game that he was elite. Uh, I have hope. I have yeah. hope for the first time in a while. So this is good. I, I'm right, actually buddy. happy. I mean, I was really sad last night. So right. I'm in a great mood. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to be, you know, going over a bunch of golf props. And uh, yeah. yeah, this that will be the last time you hear about the Giants from me. Probably. For a week, and then they'll probably do something else to screw, you know, make me mad. But <laughs> you got a, right. you got a, you got a particular coach you want, real quick. You know, honestly, um, I didn't understand why Brian Flores got fired. Because I, so I love B Flow, man. But so there's some there's some weird stuff happening down there. Like I don't know, I, but but that ownership is also a fucking mess. Too. Well, he, well, here's the thing: it's not his fault that they drafted two over Herbert, right? Correct. Yeah. So if they drafted Herbert. <laughs> Yeah. He probably still has a job. Yeah, I thought I thought they played hard under him. They, they, they did quit on him. I I think that basically I think Brian Flores is what we all wanted Joe Judge to be. Yeah. 
So Beefalo's a good coach, man. I, yeah, I, I think he's anybody a good who coach. gets him will be will be will be happy. Yeah, I, I've heard like you know Eric Bieniemy. I don't know. We'll see. I, I never trust when like the assistant to yeah. like a really like big like guru head offensive mind the head coach who basically controlled everything. Like we already went down that road with Ben McAdoo. Like he was oh, you know he, well he was in Green Bay and Aaron Rodgers the offensive coordinator and then we yeah. heard McAdoo from them and that didn't work out. So I don't know. I mean you know we'll see. I'm just I'm just excited. I'm excited that we finally did a rebuild right where we just cleaned house. You know, maybe next we'll hear about uh, uh, John Mara's idiot brother getting reassigned to uh, head of marketing or something. Nice. I don't know. So and then, yeah, we'll see what happens. So, All right, buddy, I'm happy All for right. you, man. All right. Thank you. I appreciate it. It was pretty. It was pretty bleak last night. I, I meant I meant to text you. I was busy on the phone with a terrible, terrible appointment. Well, <laughs> I, I I found out on my way home from work, and I almost ran to the back of somebody's car. <laughs> I, I got, was that I was that excited. I got I got the alert on my phone, and I was like, I got to text you, but I really got to pay attention to what the IRS is saying right now. <laughs> exactly, that's fine. I, I'll take a backseat to the IRS. I mean, I'm, I'm a CPA and accountant. I totally understand the IRS takes precedent over. Uh, yeah. By the way, they. Uh, they don't appreciate like jokey jokes and like anything. No, they don't. Mm-mm. No, they're, no, they're, there's cool accountants like me. And then there's, uh, yeah. The well, well, one guy I got to loosen up a little bit, which was fine. And then he, he got the other guy to kind of lay off a little bit. And I was like, all right, I kind of like you, buddy. All right. I worked <laughs> a little bit. It took about 45 minutes to crack through that demeanor. All right. So he was the good cop then. It's a, neither one of them are good cops. That's that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. While we move on to golf, so, uh, so, so we said we did. We went over DFS ownership last night. Yep. Um, just looking over everything to see if something changed. It seems like I mean, the, pretty much people it. are starting to concentrate on certain guys. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think ownership is definitely solidified around Webb, Sonjay, and Mark Leishman up at the top. Cam yep. Smith is starting to get a little more ownership too. Yep. And then everyone's fleeing the Hideki ship. Yep. So I guess if you don't buy what we said last night, I mean, we both were fading Hideki. Maybe that means you want to take him. Yeah. Uh, that would be very contrarian this week to go with Hideki. But uh, we'll talk about him a little bit, you know, later in the show. I, yep. I, I don't know. We'll see. Um, you know, Corey Connor is very popular. Yeah. Taylor Gooch popular. Henley pretty popular. That doesn't really change. Nope. Uh, I think there's a little bit of steam coming in on Abraham answer, though. A little bit, yeah, because he was – I don't remember what he, he – was, he wasn't 14, 15 last night. Yeah, and I, I I think people are taking my position of just throwing out last week and mm. just Matt saying, hey, listen, like this is a short course and he's accurate. He's really good with his mid-irons and short irons. This might be a good fit for him. So yep. um, your boy Seamus Power also is pretty popular yeah. too. Uh, Maverick McNeely's ownership is still hanging in. And then I think we're starting to get – where the chalk is is you know under eight you know Brendan Steele Damon Hoagie's oh. getting some more love, uh, Denny McCarthy I think people are remembering how good he was last fall, you know he's getting some ownership, and then under seven thousand dollars you got like I mean well he's seven but Alex Smalley Cage lead they yep. they're getting some ownership Chad Ramey too he had a pretty good fall yep. Max McGreevy was getting a little bit of love uh, Hudson Swaffer ten percent. I heard his name band around a couple times in a few places today. Uh, anybody else? Oh, Mark Hubbard. Mm. You know, I, I think people just like playing him. Nick Hardy is pretty talented. So, you know, 600 bucks. Other than that, it's really about it. So, yeah, I don't think anything much changed. Um, I had to replace Scott Piercy out of a couple lineups because he withdrew. I had no idea why. That was actually disappointing. I, yeah. I really like those lineups with Scott Piercy. <laughs> I never How thought I would you? ever say that. What did he come in at? It was like sixty eight hundred bucks. Yeah, so you got you got a couple guys you can pick. Up. I, I 
I like that one. I liked his ownership and I liked some of the trends I picked up on him. But, you know, say love. Mm-hmm. All right. It is what it is. So. All right. Why would my big short then? Yeah, let's go. So. I mean, I, I made mention about this yesterday, and his ownership is still pretty high, so I feel pretty good about shorting him. I think it's it's a valid one. You know, I, I understand that Maverick McNeely, I think everybody wants him to win. I think everybody looks at him and says, okay, this short course is going to dominate, but I just don't love the Bermuda history with him. Yeah. So I, I think he's going to finish outside the top 50, you know, maybe barely make the cut. I don't think he's going to be relevant this week at Wiley, and there's uh, a way that I can fade him in a certain prop uh uh, that we'll talk about later on. All right, I like it. Yeah, that's a yeah, that's a strong that's a strong fade. That's a good take, man. Eighty three hundred fading them like that. Fifty percent ownership. I like it. Yeah, there you go. All right, let's take a break and then uh, we'll get into the betting card. All right, sounds good. Listen, if you guys are ready to win money and boost your odds, WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, Jersey, Tennessee, and Virginia, and we're bringing the excitement of Win Las Vegas to online sports betting and casino play. Exclusive rewards right at your fingertips. Get in on all your favorite teams, players, and sports. WinBet has some brand new bonuses. Bet five bucks to win four hundred, and they're still running the twenty dollar WinBet builds your own bet feature and earn a chance to win a once in a lifetime experience for the big game. You and three of your friends will receive a VIP experience at Shaq's Funhouse, two nights at the Win Las Vegas, a five thousand dollar free bet at the Win Sportsbook, and a $5,000 travel credit. So, listen, great promos, odds, and payouts are happening right now at WinBet from boosted parlays to live in-game odds on every major sport. We have what you need to win. Ready to play? Go sign up today and receive a special offer, risk-free $1,000 sports bet. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com. All right. So before my we voice get is driving me, my voice is driving me insane in my own head. So I'm sorry if I sound like shit to everybody else. Like That's this, okay. this voice is really making me. You know, what, listen. You usually have the the wheel, and you're in the driver's seat. You know what? I'll be at the driver's seat. I'll, I'll give your voice a little bit for us. So. so annoying. All right. So before we get to all the props and everything, and start breaking that down. Why don't we do a quick recap of? where we are with outright. So I'll go first. Nothing's changed for me. I stuck up the five I had last night. I had answer at 32, Kisner at 36, Henley at 42, Horschel 46, and Mitchell at 90. That's kind of like my little stab. I mean, I, I, I'm good with those. Yeah. I think I've saved a couple bullets in case I want to use something live. You know, I, I kind of, you know, I, I used to be the guy at like these tournaments where I'll be like, all right, I'll throw in a couple of guys at 150 to one, 125 to one. But I, I always found that maybe I'm just not good at doing that, but mm-hmm. I just always found that I, they always didn't hit and I was just chasing everything anyway. So I think I'm just going to save the bullets. If I am getting them at 40, 50 to one, I don't really care. Yeah. Honestly, just have yeah, them and, and I know they're around, so it's fine. Right. So, but my five are the ones I said yesterday. I feel pretty good about them. Um, so what about you? Have you added anything to your outright card? Did I add answer while we were on the, I think you did. Night? Okay. Yeah. I couldn't remember if I did it live or we did it after we were bullshitting. Um, so, uh, so, so I have answer M Connors and kids. And then, so I, I was agonizing over, over who to add between powers and coke, right? I added Kokrak. Ooh, you f- didn't. You didn't go with me. No, went with Kokrak. Okay, all right. You don't look like you're happy about that. It's because I just feel like it's like I don't know, man. That number jumped out to him when he started. But everybody's on this in the golf tours. Everybody, every, nobody cares what anybody did last week. And I feel like a lot of people are on him. I like from what I was looking at for the past like hour and a half, two hours. So 
Little hold, hold, hold on a second. I thought you weren't going to let that sway your decisions. I'm not. I mean, the best best laid, right? So, like, you know what I'm saying? I, I, okay. All right. So, it just I, makes me – like, I felt better about it earlier. And I was like, nah, fuck. I was like, all right, so it's not that sneaky. Whatever. I still think it's a good number for him in this field. So, I took him. I don't want to add power. I don't want to go more than five deep on this. I want to save a couple live bullets in case. Um, so, wait. Are you like saying that a lot of people are on co-crack or power? Yeah. Co-crack. Okay. For outrights. Okay. All right. That makes sense. I I don't know. I don't know if I like Kokrak for this golf course, but although I think he, well, it's all I'd, right, have yeah. to, I'd have to take a look at when he did well here. It might've been that really hard year. Yeah. When uh, Smith won. Um, oh, yeah. was it, was it when Smith won? I don't know. I, I, you okay. said the hard year. And I said, yeah, probably was Smith right. one. So yeah, I mean, look, it, it is what it is. Seamus Power's got so much steam and I don't know. I feel like that's never a good thing. <laughs> he's just like, I don't know. It just, it just is. But like, I know he's going to fit this golf course. Well, I don't know, man. We'll see. Um, okay. As of now, I haven't added him. We'll see. Maybe a couple of gins tonight. Maybe I'll get a FOMO and throw like a little $25 you, bet on him. Or something. Do you have him at, in any capacity on your betting card without spoiling it? Uh, no. Okay. Maybe you want, might want to change that. Yeah. I might have maybe. a couple ideas for you. Okay. Okay. All right. Why don't we get the first round leader? So looking back at the last five years, why don't we start with 2021? And one of the things I like looking at is just, you know, who did it, what the score was and what they started on one or in the, you know, or 10 AM or PM. So last year we had three guys. It was Joaquin Neiman, Pierre Malnati and Kokrak. They all got off too good. So maybe last year was the one he played well. Yeah. Uh, They shot 62s on Thursday. Uh, Unfortunately, there wasn't really a whole lot of consistency of like where they did it or when they did it. Uh, Neiman started on one, started in the afternoon. Malnati started on 10 in the morning. Kokar started on 10, but in the afternoon. Not very helpful. Uh, 2020, the really hard year, Colin Morikawa uh, started on 10 in the morning. He shot only 65. So I think it was really windy. Mm-hmm. And I would expect a really good ball striker then to be first on leader because he's just hitting it better than everybody. Uh, 2019, Adam Svensson, who I cannot tell you three teen things about his career. <laughs> uh, but he shot 61 and started mm-hmm. on one in the afternoon. Uh, 2018, two more, a little more established guys. Chris Kirk and Zach Johnson were shot 63s. They both started on one. Kirk started in the morning, Zach Johnson in the afternoon. So, and then 2017, Justin Thomas shot a 59 and it's Justin Thomas and he started in the morning on 10. I mean, just throw that one out. Throw that one out. And so, I mean, overall, there's not really good correlation between nope. guys to start on one and 10, not really good correlation with AM or PM. I'm looking at the weather port. looks like maybe mid afternoon, it might get a little wind, but it doesn't look like much. Right. So as far as my first on leaders, I'm just going for guys who generally have a pretty good course history here and put up a lot of birdies, maybe put pretty well in Bermuda. And there you go. So first one's Corey Connors, 30 to one. Yep. You know, maybe he'll just shove it in my face that I said <laughs> that he can't really go low. Yeah. But he has a great course history here. Maybe yeah. he got to the hot start. So yeah. and, and I've seen him got the hot starts at like the majors and so. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, maybe he's, he's, hit, he's hit a couple first round leaders for us. OK, yeah. So he's so good. And then I got three guys at 75 to one. I really like, you know, Cam Davis. He had a pretty good week last week. He's got an OK history at, you know, while I think he had a good finisher a couple of years ago. He hits a lot of birdies, too. Yep. Maybe he can get on day one. Pat Gazire has a very good history at the Sony Open, and he has a really good hot putter on Bermuda. Uh, he had a disastrous fall, but you know what? New year, new Kazire. Maybe he's That's right. Fire. 
And then Adam Long, we haven't really talked about him a whole lot. His course this year is garbage. He's missed a cut, and I think he's only two appearances. But, I mean, really good putter. Really good putter on Bermuda. Pretty good overall on Bermuda. Pretty good on some of these shorter golf courses. Maybe he can just catch fire and come out and surprise everybody be first on leader. So those are my four. Um, all right, Capper, what do you got? So uh, I have three of the same, uh, three of the four. Really? Yeah. God, we are on the same page. That's I, terrible. I think it is. I don't have 70 either. I got him at 60. So I, I got Corey Connors. Um, I got him at 30. And then I got uh, Kazire and Davis, uh, both at 65. Okay. All right. So, so who's, who's your so, fourth? My fourth. <laughs> oh, you got oh yeah, more than that. Okay. <laughs> than um, so I saw a couple of people do this last week and it irritated me that I I don't do this. So I think I'm gonna start do start doing this. I'm betting my outrights for first round leader. Okay. And I was like, okay, this makes sense. Because I think I think uh, Kirshner hit uh first round leader. Um and he's like yeah. play player out. So you know what that makes sense. So I got I got M uh, at twenty eight. I left Kisner off. No, oh, I just couldn't. I couldn't. I, I feel like I'm going to jinx it if I do that. So I don't I left, think I. I can't remember Kisner like being ever being a first round leader. Seems like he makes his move on like on the Saturday. Saturday. Yeah. So yeah. I left. I left Kiz off. Uh, okay. But, uh, and then I got Gooch, who's always always in play to come out of the out of the shoot. I uh, thought about him. I left him off. Yep, thirty-five to one. Okay. And then Matt Jones, he's cast the first round leader for me. Maybe he can carry it over from Sunday. I left him alone on everything else. I'll throw 20 bucks on him for a first round leader. Okay. Um, and he's at 41, uh, 42 to one. All right, take that back. So I do have, I have Seamus power for first round leader, 50 to one. Um, okay. And then I got your boy, killer Keith Mitchell. Uh, I got him at 66 to one. Look, he's a guy like we talked about, right? Like he can, he can definitely get off to a fast start. I'm pretty sure that's why I fell in love with him for that two years where after he won me a little bit of money, he lost me a lot of money. Um, <laughs> but he, he lost a lot of people, a lot of money <laughs> after that Honda win. Yeah, man. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, I like him there and then I'm going to play the tried and trues, uh, that I, that I have to play that way. If they do hit. I could be happy, and if they and if I didn't play them, I'd be very upset. Siwoo Kim and Keegan, uh, both at both at sixty six to one, and they both can get off to hot stats. Keegan just can't close the deal, um, and Siwoo is a goddamn roller coaster. Um, I, it seems like you should just reserve that spot every week for them. I do. I, yeah. I basically do because because here's the deal: the one time, if one time I don't play them and they hit. I would be fucking suicidal because uh, not really, but you know what I mean? Like, cause I play him so much. Like I'm just, I have to commit to him every week. Basically. I mean, the show would end if that happens. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there would be no more golf gambling pockets. Be like, yeah, I don't want to do this anymore. I missed out on Siwoo first on leader. I can't live myself. Exactly. Yeah. So, all right. Well, I'm taking our break and then uh, we're going to go over a bunch of matchups. All right, let's go. Well, listen, PropSwap is where America buys and sells sports bets. The NFL playoffs are finally here, and PropSwappers are cashing in, like Steve from Tennessee, who last week sold his 250-101 Patriots Super Bowl ticket for $2,500 on PropSwap. Good job, Steve. Steve locked in his profit when he turned his $250 bet into $2,500. The buyer got great odds. Some people would disagree. And the seller made 10 times his bet. Uh, so, uh, PropSwap has thousands of buyers across the country, so you'll always find the best bets and collect the most money for your bets. So hurry up and download the free PropSwap app today. PropSwap has fantastic features like filtering listed tickets based on the best value, a free activity feed to stay in the know with all the big sales and 
the red hot red hot tickets are for sale. The loyalty program uh, that turns your ticket sales into extra bonus cash and a first deposit match when you use promo code SGP on your first deposit. The prop swap will match you up to five hundred dollars. Join the real sports bettors on Prop Swap, and that's where America buys and sells sports bets. All right, let's do a matchup. So, uh, boss of Capper, why we we both got three matchups? Yep. Why don't you go over the first one? Why don't you uh, tell everybody uh, what's the what's what's number one on your board? Number one on my board was to me very easy, and it's answer over English. I'm throwing out what he did last week. This course fits him. I liked him last week. I'm not afraid to go back to him, and I really think there's something wrong with English. Like watching him play. I just don't trust him. This isn't a no-cut event. If he goes out and and plays how he's been playing, he might not make the weekend. Like his he has not been good. I know his, I think his ball striking came back a little bit over over the weekend, but I don't know. There's just something off about him right now. And uh, give me a guy I'm high on versus a guy I'm low on all day at minus one ten. Let's go. Okay. All right. I mean, I have a similar one. Uh, I did Taylor Gooch minus 110 over Harris English, and it's for exactly the same reasons you said. Uh, I just, I mean, Harris English, like, if you look at, like, all right, course fit and history and everything, like, it, it fits, but you're right. Just something's up with him. I don't know what's going on. And maybe, and, and I think, I think it really is that putter thing. Like, it I seems do, like that, that's the one issue. It really is. It's and, crazy. All because and, that one lady called in and he had to change his putter grip. Right. Like, and and that carried over, I think, into this year. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, if this is going to be a tournament that probably I'm going to guess maybe three under four under is going to be the cut. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe he does. You know, he doesn't make it the weekend. So all I need is Gooch to make the weekend, which I'm already very high on. I like yep. him. I think he's a good course fit for this place. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, he won at RSM. He played well at Mayakoba. I think those are two very good correlations of this place. So, yeah, I, I'm going to I'm gonna do a similar one. And uh, I, I, I endorse uh, answer over him, too. So, very <laughs> all right. nice. So. Good all deal. Right, all right, <laughs> well, so what's I'll, your next What's my, your next one? My next one is another one that I thought was super easy, and I'm going to have to find a third matchup because I'm not going to talk about that same bet that you just talked about because that was my third. Gooch over English. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like, hey, listen, man, if I, if I feel like – I mean, it's just like kind of on like a short guard where you're like, I really feel like this guy's going to win. I'm not making any other bets, right? I'm going to bet two or three. Like if I feel like that strongly about it, I'm going to target that golfer. Um, so my next one, though, um, Webb over Decky. Minus okay. one, minus one twenty. Webb is so solid here. Uh, he's probably my he's my biggest bet of the weekend on a, in a different uh, area. And I didn't get the number everybody else got that has legal sports betting. Um, <laughs> but yeah, man, Decky is so bad on these greens, and I know he can get hot with his irons. Um, but Webb is somebody who is expected to finish in the top five at worst, top ten. I feel like it's a stretch for Decky. Like maybe he comes in fifteenth to eighteenth on the best case scenario. Where best case scenario for Webb, he wins. So, yeah, dude, give me fucking Webb all day on that. All day. And I read a nice article, actually, where he was like, I'm ready to bounce back from a really down year last year. Like, he knows it. He understands it. Like, it sounds like he might have figured some shit out. So, give me some Webb. Okay. All right. I mean, I have two that I can kind of combine yours into. Okay. Because so, I actually had four matchups. I was going to only pick three. But I guess I can talk about both right now. Yeah. So, I also am on a Webb Simpson uh, matchup. But... I have against Cam Smith. 
I okay. think there is some natural regression that is going to happen with Cam Smith. And if you look at his course history here, like, you know, he did win back in 2020, but that was a really hard tournament. The ones that have been birdie fast, I think his ceiling has been about 20th. So, yeah. and you just mentioned it. Uh, Webb Simpson has a finish lower than T13 over his last five Sony Opens. Yeah. So very high floor. Uh, you can get him at plus odds most places. I have a- I had access to a plus one and a half strokes over Cam Smith at minus one twenty. Oh, yeah. So the like whenever I see that and the juice is reasonable, I'm just gonna take it. Yeah, why not? So yeah, I mean like if Cam Smith hits the ceiling of what these typical Sony Opens go of like twentieth, Webb would just need to finish probably like twenty seventh. Yeah. Which he hasn't done in a while. So, yeah, yeah I, like, I, I like, like that, that one. And then I also had, I'm fading Hideki in our matchup. I got me against Mark Leishman, though, at plus 105. Okay, like it. Uh, it's actually gotten to the point where now, over each of their last 50 rounds, Mark Leishman is actually slightly better than Hideki in uh, strokes game per round. I mean, it's not great because a lot yeah. of Leishman's old data is really bad. Right. Well, some of Hideki's newer data, I mean, outside the Zozo isn't all that great either. So, and you're yeah. right. Like, he just, you know, he has really poor course history. You know, it seems like his ceiling's about T20, and Leishman's just playing really well. So, uh, so basically, yeah. So, those are uh, two other matchups you can use to either go with Webb or fade Hideki. I like it. I'm gonna have to right find now. another. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to find another one because it was one I almost pulled the trigger on, but I thought I was getting cute. Um, and that okay. was, and that was gonna be Palmer over Todd. I didn't mind that one. So, so Palmer played okay, I think, at the Houston Open. Yeah, so it seems like he got a little better on the fall swing. I think I think what made me even look into that, I think Andy said something on his thing. I think I was like, all right, let me look into that a little bit. Because I used to like Palmer, and then remember he completely burned me, and I was completely off. Yes. Uh, <laughs> that, 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 that's that's completely out of the norm for you. If a golfer burns you, oh. you usually go right back. Yeah, right back, right back. I, I, I certainly forgive and forget. That's my personality. Um, <laughs> the, um, and I know Brennan Todd's good. Like, he has a good course history here. But is, is he good no, anymore, though? No, he's not. He has a good course history here. And so I can't use that for arguments on some guys that I liked in DraftKings um, and then just completely disregard it when I'm looking at a matchup, right? At least I'm, try- I'm trying to check myself on it anyway, right? I'm like, listen, you just use the same argument for three guys that you're using against Todd, you know? So, but I, I, I was I was looking at that one. I'll, I'll stir on that one. I don't know. I'll go see what my local has to. My local usually has some softer matchups. And that's usually, that's usually where I place most of my um, matchup action at. Okay. All right. Well, I have one more. Um, maybe this will convince you. So I already said my big shorts, Maverick McNeely, and I don't really need to go through that spiel again. Yep. So I got I, Chris and Bazane, who's pairs up against him at plus 105. I took that side. Okay. You know, Bazane, who it's really good on Bermuda when he's been over here on PJ Tour. He plays a lot of Bermuda over in the European Tour as well because he plays over in the Middle East and he's done pretty well there, too. Um, you know, we haven't seen him a whole lot, but he's got a whole bunch of top tens. And like I think he t- was like T5 of the South African Open. You know, he's T3 of the BMW, which is actually a legit field, not like a right. garbage field in South Africa. But, right. you know, at the end of the day, he was playing pretty well. He played pretty well in the Corn Ferry uh, 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 playoffs, too. Yeah. It always seems like that, you know, like he was always hanging around like 30th on a lot of leaderboards. So it's a pretty high floor. And if I don't think McNeely's going to do all that great, yeah, I'll, t- I'll take Bizet and Hoot. So, uh, yeah, plus money. Yeah. Hell yeah. Why not? Exactly. So, all right. Why don't we take another break and then uh, we'll get into uh, positional props. All right. Sounds good. Listen, the fantasy season may be over, but the action is still coming on the Better Fantasy app. Download their free-to-play app today to bet on player props for the NFL playoffs. You can also enter their playoff 
their player prop pools and score big when you win big. Uh, we love better fantasy because you can win awesome prizes and even raise some money for charity along the way. Uh, it's totally free to play and you earn better bet tour credits by completing challenges and use them to place your bets. Better fantasy is available worldwide and in all 50 States. So download the app today over at betterfantasy.com slash SGPN. That's B E T T O R fantasy.com slash SGPN. All right. You got a top, top 10 props. It's actually is a finally, we got some appealing numbers that we can use this week. Yeah, and so I still only have two that I've placed. I wanted to kind of hear where you were going to be at. I'm super salty because literally as soon as it came out, um, my shit didn't come out until on either of my things until, I don't know, like fucking 10, 30, 11 o'clock today. Um, okay. And so I got Webb at plus 140. I hammered that. That's my heaviest bet of the week. And then not like an hour, however it was, two hours later, I'm smoking a cigarette and I'm scrolling Twitter and I see everybody who has legal betting uh, fucking on FanDuel, like you got a plus 450. Plus yes. 450. Yeah, I missed the boat too because uh, my uh, real job kept me away from my, uh, or my day job kept me away from my real job. My God, like yeah. my God, like that is ridiculous. Like I would have unloaded my account on it. Well, look. I would have. I mean, at least a lot of guys in our Slack channel got it. Uh, props to Polly Poodle for letting everybody yeah, know. Yeah, saw that. So whoever got on it, great. And uh, whoever at FanDuel accidentally hung that number, uh, you know, fired. You can join the. Yeah, you can go join the unemployment line with Joe Judge. Yeah, that dude is definitely fucking fired. Um, yeah, but look, we've, we've, we've beaten it up to death, man. Webb is a guy who I'm a, almost afraid that I didn't bet, but that number's so goddamn short. That, and I've been burned by Webb when I think he's going to do real well anyway. Um but I feel like top ten web is is pretty pretty fucking safe. I did a, I did a double football bet on him for top ten. Okay, all right. What was the other one you had? I took Kiz because I'm going to dig my heels in, and uh, yeah, uh, look. And that way, if he doesn't cash, I still get him at uh, plus two seventy five um, football bet on that. That covers my outright and plus a little more. So let's go. Like I, okay. I, I, I see, so let me ask you this. <clears throat> so I texted you last night after Georgia won. And I said, kids definitely wins now. Um, <laughs> right. Because it's because Georgia won. So. And then I think Paul, he posted a picture of whatever he was doing. It doesn't look like he was partying too hot. This is not going to be like a hangover fucking three days later after his call, his favorite football team fucking wins. I think if anything, it'll, it'll, it'll put him in a good mood. You know, there's a fans football podcast. I listen to, uh, I won't name it, but they use something called a crutch argument, which basically means an outcome can be explained by two different things. Gotcha. And you can basically explain away this with Kisner, whatever he does this week, to the Georgia game. So if he does great, oh, he was inspired because they won the national championship. Right, right. He is bad. Well, he's just hungover, you know. <laughs> yes, so, true. Okay. I don't think it matters. Okay. I think it's completely independent in a vacuum of how he's yeah. actually going to do this week. Yeah. I think that is a level-headed take that <laughs> is fair. sorely missed sometimes at the golf gambling community. That's fine. I just got excited about it. I was like, oh, this is a sign. This is a sign. <laughs> yeah. and, but it could easily go the other way. As shown by Polly Poodle. Okay. That's right. <laughs> All right. So I said yesterday I made the case against Corey Connors for an outright, but I said I was going to bet him top 10 because I still believe in him. I think he can ball strike his way to like a minus 18, minus 19 finish, and that would probably be good for like T7. Yep. So top 10 plus 260. I like him. I mean, he's got two top Damn, 10s already you get, here. Are you getting dead heat? Yeah, it's dead heated. I was like, where the fuck are you getting that? All right. Sorry. All these, sorry. all these dead heated. Okay. Sorry. That's okay. <laughs> so I, so I like him. Um, you know, I'm a still a believer in Taylor Gooch again, one RSM, pretty good. At Mayakoba that can translate pretty well over here. 
top 10 plus 320. And then Seamus Power. I want to get Seamus Power somewhere in my betting card. I didn't have him anywhere. Top 10 plus 450. I was impressed by how he played last week. Okay, maybe yeah, that's, a really, that's a really good field. You know, that, that was like... You know, I mean, I, I think like Seamus Power is kind of like the flip side of the coin to Taylor Gooch. Like, you know, people still aren't really sure like who he is. I got you. Know, you. If he's really, if, if he's really the real thing. But like, if you look at who, what he's been doing for the last fifty rounds or so, I mean, he doesn't have a good course history here. But, but everything else, player. but everything else, everything else clicks. Fairly accurate off the tee. He's a good iron player, decent putter on Bermuda. You know, decent scrambler. That all really works here. So maybe he just you're right. You mentioned it yesterday. Maybe he's just a different player now. He is. I mean, if you look, yeah, if you look at it, it's like I mean, he was a completely different golfer. Right. I mean, I used to use him as like only because he has an Irish name and he was cheap. You know what I mean? All of a sudden he started getting better. You know what I'm yeah, and now everybody's on your favorite Irishman. You're like, no. <laughs> exactly. All right, so top, so I can get him top top ten, no dead heat, plus three fifty. I think I'm gonna take that. There you go. There you go. Now you got Seamus Power on your bet on your betting card. All right, other than the first round leader, which I, you know, it's funny. I don't even. It definitely counts for your betting card, but like, it's, it's so much more of a just a randomness of the first round leader shit. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like. I, 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 it's a, it's not as heavily researched as uh, my other. No, it, it, it isn't. You're throwing darts on a dartboard, and it's just all about that Thursday sweat. That's it, baby. There you go. <laughs> all right, it's top twenty. So this is actually where I took Webb Simpson, and I got top twenty minus one twenty for him. That's fine. I mean, yeah. that's yeah. Again, just just like bet a football game. Yeah. So I'll do, I'll do it. And you know, if this is the one he finishes fiftieth, whatever. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, you know. I mean, just like Joe Judge, you know, the process was right. I was, you know, we have good culture. We made that pick. I got, I got, I got loser out. tickets calling me saying they wish they were still in my pocket. Exactly. <laughs> nice singer. Well done. <laughs> All right. So, but for some real top twenties, I only got two. Um, because uh, you know, a lot of the ones I usually bet top twenties, I actually punted down to like top thirties and forties, which we'll talk about in a little bit. So, Chris Kirk, top twenty. I don't think I mentioned him last night. I mean, he finished I think we second. talked about it briefly. Maybe briefly, no. uh, but he finished second last year, finished second, I think, like ages ago. He's very boom bust for this golf course. He did not have a good fall, but maybe he's, you know, he he has a good course history here. He tends to do really well at these types of places. Maybe he had the circle on his calendar saying like, OK, I'm going to have to a good start this year. So yeah. top 20 plus 325 with him. And then I kind of did something similar than what you did with Kisner. I took Keith Mitchell top 20 plus 350. He's got top 25 finish in three of four his last Sony's. He played really well in the fall. You know, maybe just starting to figure things out a little bit. So uh, that those are my top 20. So okay. what do you got? So I'm, I'm with you on Mitchell. Um, you talked me into him as far as uh, like liking him um, outside of a DK. I don't think I can pull the trigger on him outright. Uh, but I got a little first round leader, top 20, at, uh, plus 280. Uh, another guy uh, that I'm going to follow you on, uh, Tom Hoagie. I can get him at top 20 plus 275. Like, okay. Yeah, whatever. That's fine for me. And then. The guy I talked about last night with stupid course history, just blindly playing him anyway, just because of that, the steal at plus 250 uh, for a top 20. And then, uh, you're, like you, you just talked about Cam Davis. Uh, I think Cam Davis, uh, you know, whatever, Aussies, uh, plays well here. Yeah, plus 200, give me that. I heard a lot of chatter about him today. And I was like, all right, let me get a little piece of him anyway. Um, and then I, I put Palmer on the card too at plus 240 for a top 20. Okay. All right. I like those. This is the most top 20s I've done, and I can't even fucking tell you. You know what? It's been a couple months, so yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think you were just an eager beaver to get that all. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So, 
All right. Do you have any other uh, props like missed cuts, nationalities, nothing? No, man. I'll, I, I barely do. Like the only time I do that shit is on the majors, or if there's something just egregious that that jumps out to me. I'm not okay. gonna. Get, I'm not gonna get that cute that early in the season. <laughs> All right. Well, now that I'm in New York State, I now have access to top 30s and top 40s, which mm. I had, I had not had access to before. So, sure. you know, I kind of played around. All right, you know, come we'll on. See what happens. It's gonna be. It's probably gonna take a little bit to figure out exactly what I should bet, how many. But yeah, let's just go with it. So, um, another kind of football bet in the similar vein to Webb Simpson, Russell Henley top 30 minus 110. You know, just plays really good in Bermuda, really good in short tracks. Former winner. I'll just. I'm not gonna overthink it. Oh. I like the odds. So I'll just go with that. And it's more traditional ones. Uh, I took your Tom Hoagie, made him top 30 plus 200. Okay. Uh, you know, he's his last four starts. It's cut on the number T12, cut on the number third. So, you know, just general trend. It's probably going to be a good finish. But, you know, his iron's really good in the fall. You know, he's got good course history here. Decent Bermuda tracks, too. I, I, I like him. Yep. Um, Danny McCarthy is, I think, one of the best Bermuda players in the field in his mm. career. He's gaining, where's the number? 1.1 strokes per round on the field on pure Bermuda tracks. Yeah. It's a lot. It's a lot. So, and he had three straight top 20s close this fall. And I am top 30 plus 210. I might look pretty, at McNeely top 20 you know, now. You know, that's, or no, no, what, you, you mean McCarthy, not McNeely. McCarthy, yeah, sorry, McCarthy. Yes, definitely <laughs> no, definitely not McNeely. <laughs> so, yeah, like, I, I mean, that's that's a reasonable expectation for first event. I'll take plus 210 on them for a little bit more of a buffer yeah. You know, for a interesting position. And then I know you don't really like him, but Emilio Gro is really good here. And he's really good in all the shorter tracks. It just like for such a good ball striker, you would think he'd be like, all right, a Fazio or like a wow. Tory or something. But dude just eats up like Pebble and Colonial and Detroit Golf Club and Sedgefield, like all those places. Yeah. And he does really well here, too. Maybe that's just who he is. So top 30 plus 220 on him. It's fine. I'm fine with that. And then moving down my top 40s. Oh, my gosh. That's so crazy to me. You get to so, bet top 40s. What, one more football bet. Okay. Oh, boy. Charles, Your bankroll is exposed Charles this Howell week. Charles Hockey Hockey. Minus 125. He has 14 top 20s in his career. I'm only taking the top 40 just because it's not peak Charles Howell III. Like, yeah. he had a pretty kind of a bad fall. Although he did pretty well the RSM. Mm-hmm. Just something whatever about this place. He just do, does really well. There's a lot of wiggle room for error with this. So top, just finished inside the top 40 at minus 120. Charles Howell III at his his best golf course. Yeah. Oh, it's, <laughs> it's clearly his best golf course. Dude, that's, right. I, I, that's, I love that bet. Love it. Right. And then I took four other top 40s at like some of these Corn Ferry guys, you know, just to see how they are. So Alex Maybe. Smalley, even though he's a total Benedict Arnold who moved from Rochester, New York, and went down south to Duke. I'm willing to forgive, even though you screwed me at the RSM by missing the cut of number. I still believe in your talent. Uh, he's, you know, he's been pretty good on Bermuda tracks when he's playing the PGA Tour. He's really good at Wyndham uh, last year when he had sponsors exemption. So I like him. Uh, Cameron Young also had a really good fall. He had a couple top 20s and he played really well on the Bermuda tracks. He makes a lot of birdies. Uh, top 40 plus 200 on him. Hayden Bucky was statistically the best ball striker of all the Corn Ferry guys in the fall. You know, he's very boomer bust. He had two top tens, but he also had a missed cut, like a T71. Um, but I just believe in the kid's talent. He was really good in the Corn Ferry Tour. He showed pretty well up here. Again, a lot of runway, a lot of room for error. Top 40 plus 260 on him. 
And then Max McGreevy closes with two straight top 20s to close his fall. And he's just, he checks a lot of boxes guys are looking for. Accurate, good. You know, he, you know, so far, it's very small sample size, but he hit his mid-irons and short-irons pretty well over in the fall. He putt really well in Bermuda. He makes a lot of birdies, too. Plus 40, to pop, or top floor, top 40, plus 320 on him. So, All right. I like it. So, you know what? We'll see how this goes. I'll probably have to adjust how many I do and what I do, but... Yeah, listen, you know, we'll uh, we got some Cam Smith money that we can burn That's through. Right. And we'll uh, we'll go from there. So, uh, all right, we'll uh, one more break and then we'll go over one and done picks. My favorite. <laughs> the fantasy season may be over. Nope. Uh, since when did sports betting become so rigid? Sports betting is meant to be social. When I picture betting, I picture bootleggers with mustaches tossing around bets in the speakeasy. SoBet is taking the social lineage of betting and putting a modern twist on it by providing a modern platform. SoBet is changing the game with their new product. Head over to SoBet.io and create a new account to see for yourself. Through their fully functioning and free web app, you can access a demo of their app, which will launch next fall. The app is Includes a consensus lines from Vegas, a feed on what other people are betting, the ability to send friendly wages to anybody you know via text, QR codes, and links, among other methods. No money is transacted on the app, and it is purely competitive. So next time you're with your friends watching sports, turn the dial up a notch, go to SoBet.io, and see you can hit the most ridiculous bets. Users have the ability to place bets, bets off Vegas odds or generate any bet by changing any metric they want, as long as somebody on the other side is there to accept. So let's go back to the roots of sports betting with SoBet. Go to SoBet.io slash SGPN. That's SoBet.io slash SGPN today to join the revolution. Of course, don't forget to download the SGPN app. You're home for all of your favorite picks and free podcasts. So breaking news in the Slack channel. Apparently, uh, FanDuel is offering a big cash out for uh, the top 10 bet. <laughs> no way. I really, what are they offering? It uh, looks like, uh, like plus one. So somebody, oh. bet no, no, no. So somebody bet 50 bucks on it. They're yeah. going to pay him uh, $91. Fuck that shit. Out. Fuck yeah, that. I would let her, I would, I would let it ride too. 50 for 275. Yeah. Let it ride for websites. Yes, absolutely. That's, for, that's pretty, that's pretty yeah, funny. Type that shit right now. Yep. Slack channel. <laughs> better not cash that shit out. All right. I like this. All right. While you do that, while you yell at a couple people, <laughs> let's do one and done. Okay. So uh, this is not if you're in our SGPN one and done. This is not going to be my pick for it. I'm going to keep that secret. But this is in the uh, the Mayo Cup, the fantasy, fantasy championships. I think that's what it's called. Yeah. So we're to run that back again. Yep. Um, I wasn't even going to do it. So, you know, my strategy last year, that was, it was it, last year, full scores was my first year doing one and done. So I was kind of I feeling do. around. I was yeah, kind of feeling around and, you know, I was like, all right, I got to save people. And you know what worked last year? Just try and just use your bullets and then worry about it later. So I'm going to take the top dog in this field. I'm going to take Webb Simpson. He's my okay. one and done this year, I, this week. I think people are really like, all right, maybe I'm going to save him for Heritage or Wyndham, but I'm just going to burn him right now. Okay. You know, he's been good here. Maybe he ends up getting that win. Maybe he comes out motivated, and then I can get a win here instead of everybody using him at Heritage or mm -hmm. Sedgefield, where he finishes like fourth. I like so, it. Yeah. So Webb Simpson, my one and done. All right. I like it. What's yours? Go oh my God, baby. My initial thought of the week. Uh, this, this is going to be a very good week for you, boy, or this is going to really blow up in my face bad. Give me kids, man. Uh, watching him on Sunday. 
I don't know, man. There was something about it, and I was hoping he was in the. I was hoping he was in the field this week, and as soon as you told me he was, I was like, "That's my first bet of the week." And uh, you know, look, good history here. This golf course fits him. Nobody's playing him. Nobody's nobody's talking about him. Like this will be this will be uh, this will be a good one. This will be a good one if he hits. Okay. All right. So if he doesn't play well, yep, is he dead to you? Probably. <laughs> lots right, lots right on this. Oh, that's the thing too. So that hurts. I mean, like he cash, he cash. No, he's not dead. He's not. He's you. not. Yeah, he's not. Yeah, he's not dead for me yet. All right, fine. He's not All dead right. to me yet. And, and so I guess, I guess uh, we'll bring back the boat uh, this season as well. I know the okay. uh, the the boat was in dry dock uh, during fall fall <laughs> fall swing. Uh, that is, that is true. It was getting a little bit of uh, some repairs there. Yeah, yeah. So uh, so okay. we'll, we'll bring back the boat and uh, for for this season and uh, we'll start we'll start bringing people out on the freighter boat <laughs> all right i'll start asking you on sunday you know we got on a boat so all right anything else or uh can we uh, wrap this uh baby up i think we can wrap this up man you got anything anything else you want to plug no um looking forward to this tournament looking forward to a brand new day with the giants <laughs> big blue nation baby let's go all right well Listen, uh, I'm ready for this tournament. Uh, I'm also uh, I'm also ready for the Pats game on Saturday night. I don't have huge expectations, uh, but look, it's uh, after the Cam Newton disaster of last year, uh, and I thought my team would be uh, you know back to the ruins forever uh, to see that we got a, a good young quarterback and still get the the greatest coach of all time. Uh, we got a chip in the chair in the playoffs. Let's go. Let's cash another fucking outright. Let's just make it two for two. Let's go two for two. Yeah, that, that's that's my biggest wish. Let's go two for two. I mean, if we can do that, the Patriots should get smoked 60 to nothing, and I won't give a shit. Let's go. <laughs> Let's cash another leader. Let's break them books. Let's go. Talk to you boys next week. 